is dead. Diane, I am holding in my hand a small box of chocolate buns. Hey. Hi. Uh, welcome to Twin Peaks uh, Recaps by There Will Be Drinking, or otherwise known as There Will Be Drinking Recaps Twin Peaks episode. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat in that one. Um, we are in season two, episode five, The Orchid's Curse. Yes. Uh, and we are your hosts, Murda. I'm and- you're, you're Murda? No, you're Murda. <laughs> I'm Kate. <laughs> what are you talking about? I know, I'm running a little slow today, baby. <laughs> um, and we, we just watched this full episode in its entirety. Yeah, we yeah. we did. We did not cut it short. No, it was good. And we've been drinking our Laura Palmer's. Yes. Our bourbon and uh, lemon juice drink. Yeah, you guys, don't forget our official watch drink is a Laura Palmer. And we yeah. are. Yeah bourbon tea infused bourbon some lemonade or lemon juice or simple syrup whatever floats your boat yeah build your own build your own yeah build your own adventure build your own adventure (laughs) sounds like twin peaks a little bit build your own adventure yeah um so how did this how was this episode for you it was fine. It was a little slow. Yeah, it was a little slow, but it wasn't... Uh... Except for the lot, I wrote a lot of notes for like the last three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot happened. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I was hard to even keep track. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, but the beginning part was like, whatever. Yeah. Well, speaking of then, what happened, Meredith? What happened? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get, ri- I'll get right into it. You should. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't think I should lollygag a little bit? Do you want to talk about tangential things and, and never talk about the episode, Probably. which is what we usually do? Probably. So, uh, if you recall in the last episode, we ended with Hank getting in that tussle with that Asian guy. Right. Mystery Asian. Which was not addressed in this episode. Yeah, no. It was all. not even like a thing. Yeah. There's Asian... The, the Asian persuasion is not a thing in this episode. Yeah. There's no mystery, mystery Asian mafia. Well, there's the one guy shows up. But the rest of it, it all fades away to yeah, the side. Yeah, disappears. Yeah. Anyway, so we start at the Great Northern Hotel. Cooper's waking up. You know, he loves his sleep. Right, he does. So he wakes up. First thing he does, talks to Diane a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to do some yoga and get a clear head. And then he also, because he's upside down and doing a headstand, he finally finds Audrey's note. No. Oh my god, that finally. Yeah. Well, and also, just like, I'm going to interject it here early on. We finally have confirmation how long he's been in town, which is 12 days. <laughs> yeah. So, so Laura's, so Laura's, so Laura's only been dead for like, 13 days. 13 days, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So Audrey's only been missing for like three days. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. If that. So that clears that up. Anyway, so he finally finds Audrey's note and says, go north. Gone north. Jax may have the answer. Love, Audrey. Mm-hmm. So he's like, great. I don't have to do that super shady deal thing that I was going to do for Ben Horn. Now I like could just go straight to the source and find that, find my lady, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. So he heads to the police station. And uh, he's not quite there yet. We, you know, we get a scene with all the with the all the other station station gang, and Hawk went to the Callus Bells, right? Uh, which is the neighbor of 
the neighbor Leland of Palmer's Leland Palmer's family's summer home, summer home at the Pearl Eggs. Where he thinks that he saw Bob. Where he thinks he saw Something Bob. Like that. But anyway, Hawk just ended up drinking a lot of tea with these old ladies. And then they were like, I've never, I've never seen anyone by that description in this neighborhood. Or did they own this house? Right. So he's like, okay. Then he's making it up. Right. Or like bullshit. Okay. Um, then Lucy, we get a quick scene with Lucy. She's leaving town. Right. She's got family in Tacoma that she needs to mm-hmm. that she needs to go take care of. Apparently one of them had a baby or something. I don't know. So <clears throat> the only reason I'm really mentioning this is because she says, sometimes a can-do can't. Well, because she's can't talking girl, about, can't. The can- I guess the name of the temp agency that's filling in for her is Can-Do Girls. Oh, I didn't actually know that. That's yeah. funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, uh, so she's like freaking out because she's leaving. She thinks and- that the fill-in's not going to, yeah. Yeah, so she, anyway, but I just love that. I love that little That was line. a good line. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so so Cooper, or Truman's there, Trumer, um, uh, Cooper comes in right after Lucy leaves, and uh, they need to, they, you know, they discuss the one-armed man the met again, because they can't, you know, they, the the search at the, cat, at the Pearl Lakes for Bob didn't come up with anything, so they know that the next step would have to be the one-armed man to kind of find this mystery Bob. And so they need to start looking for him again because he hasn't been able anywhere to be found. And then Cooper comes to the station and also lets him know that um, that he knows where Audrey is. So we don't have to kind of go through that shady business of that meeting that yeah. Ben's setting up for right. them. Um, which, you know, he will anyway. But he's just like, we don't. Or like, I guess he'll at least entertain the idea. But at least like mm-hmm. he can go and get her first. Before, right. Before. Anyway. So... Uh, finally we see Sally, Sh- and then after this, we finally see Shelly Showers again. And Bobby. And Bobby. She looked surprisingly dry. She looked dry. Yeah. She looked like she had, you know, come, the cold showers were, are starting to warm up yeah. or something. I don't know. Whatever. Or she bought a blow dryer with all that insurance money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's rich now. Yeah. She's constantly going to go get her hair done. Right. And she's... Bobby's there and also like a, a sale, some sort of weird salesman selling, setting up hospital equipment for Leo. For, right. Because Leo's brain damaged brain, now. Yeah. So he can't. Leo has no brain functionality. Right. He's, he's a vegetable. He's a vegetable. And uh, so whatever. They're like doing. There was one part about this where the, the machine that's supposed to lift up Leo and put him in bed wasn't working. And so the salesman starts hitting the machine and goes, you got to hit it hard. And the machine is like a woman. And I was like, this is uncomfortable to say in front of Shelly specifically. But they didn't acknowledge it. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. This is a weird scene because Bobby has some sort of relationship with the salesman guy. Yet he's pretending that Leo is his cousin and not his lover's husband. Yeah. It was all weird and it confusing. Was. Yeah. So, whatever. What, I mean, who cares what's going on in their lives? Let's be honest. <laughs> at least in this aspect. I right. mean, like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll say they go to fuck outside? I, yeah. I guess? I don't, that's what I mean. Like, and then, but really funny part of this episode is the guy stuck in the machine. Oh, yeah. Flailing around. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, like he's on, uh, like, those, uh, Swinging swing thing, the caras like the swing carousels. What are those things oh, called? Oh yeah, I remember those. I like get a carnival. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called. I've never been on one. Mm-mm. Like you know, 
Life's short. I need to start I've been riding on one. more. I've been I have on to start riding fine. more carnival rides. Yeah, well, next carnival that comes to town, we'll Let's hop on. Let's do that. it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just at least go to Coney Island. Oh, sure. <laughs> we should do that at least. You haven't even been there. I've been to Coney Island. Do you have? Yeah. Someone had. Is it Jack? There are tons of people on this earth who've never been to Coney Island. No, but there was someone like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it wasn't me, though. I've been oh, a couple Jordan, times. maybe. Jordan, okay. Okay. Anyway. So, we move on from the new makeshift hospital, uh, and we go to Leland Palmer's bail hearing, and which is at the Roadhouse? Yeah, I guess they don't have a courthouse, so they have to do it somewhere, because it's a small town. Okay, so I just want to mention, did you mention this? So, there's like a whole bunch of columns, okay, in yeah. this bar. Uh-huh. And... There's most of the people are set up sitting behind the columns. Uh-huh. So there's a few times where like you're they're zooming in on the defense or the prosecution and they're you can see the actors in the background that are behind the columns and they're like leaning in so that way they're in the shot. <laughs> so, did you notice that? No, I didn't. And that's awesome though. <laughs> It was particularly uh, Sarah Palmer was doing it, like, the whole time. Oh, my God. It was so funny. That's great. I was like, why would they set up a shot like this? Do like, you think, well, that, was just, that was probably just lazy directing. They were like, you know, we can't see you, lean in. But it also, but there was like, you could have set up the shot differently, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also poor set design. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, why would you do this? Uh, um, so, and then, like, so I just loved that. And mm-hmm. Andy's also practicing courtroom sketches to sell oh, to the Gazette. And he's only he's only drawing Andy. the front of their back of their heads. And love it's Andy. great. Yeah. And then, um, so, anyway, Leland's granted Bell. Yes. So, that's cool. He's yeah. like, well, I mean, or whatever. Well, Truman really testifies care. as, like, character. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, he's a, yeah, he's like, I can't imagine what he's going through. Yeah. So, you know, let's not. We also learned that Leland's family goes all the way back to the founding of Twin Peaks. Yes. Yeah, which they're I wonder very if prominent. that's important later. Maybe not. I mean, there's like a lot of mythology around this town, so yeah. I would think so. I mean, there's a lot of like the owls are not what they seem. And right, like I like, keep trying for these small details to come to fruition, and they're not, so I'm starting to forget things. Yeah, I do. I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I did notice that and thought it was interesting. No, I, I would. I mean, you ju- it's just like more repetition that I get the details. Right. But I, Well, and the so the guy with the cowboy hat who wandered into town, he's and the, the prosecutor. He's the prosecutor. Right. He's Lodwick. Right. Exactly. Um, so, all right. And then we get a quick cutaway to Harold Smith's place. Mm-hmm. And Donna shows up with her meals on the wheels. This is where a lot of the action happens this episode at Harold's. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, he's all over the place with right. his like crazy stuff. And so she has a proposition for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently he's like keeps a life novel of like people. It sounds like he just writes down their stories. Yeah, but like in a creepy way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like it's not like a therapy session, but but not yeah. But it's creepier. not yeah. It's not even like you're trying. Yeah, I don't know. It's not even like it's not like a, a human trying to tell human stories. He's like trying to keep it for himself. Yeah, he has like a diary graveyard. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So she's gonna tell her him her life story if she lets her if she if he lets her read. Laura's diary. Right. And he says he he will read it to her and it must not physically leave this room. Quick question yes. about Harold and his lifestyle. Yes. Why doesn't he just order pizza or like Chinese food or like delivery from the grocery store? 
He probably does. Yeah, but Meals on Wheels is like a charity. It's for people who are disabled and elderly no, I, and who don't otherwise have access to food service. I bet, no, no, I'm saying like he probably, I mean, those people have access to ordering pizza as well. Yeah, but they don't have the money for it. So Meals on Wheels is like subsidized. I'm sure he's probably doesn't have that much money. I don't know. Have you seen his house? It's no, beautiful. I know, but he's still probably, like, he probably has, like, acquired that stuff oh. and is, like, living on disability. Okay, that like, makes that's sense. Living on disability, I would imagine, because right, right, he's, like, like agoraphobe. A, yeah, maybe, like, a tragedy made his life yeah. style different. Yeah, so, like, you, like... I guess. I'm just part I mean, of he is li- like... He is, he, he is living in, like, a trailer park or whatever that weird... I don't know, but his house isn't a trailer. His house ins- is, like, a house. I know, but, like, the, the weird... That place is weird. Like, because that's... Mm-hmm. Remember when you went to the other lady's house before that? I don't know. I, I just, I feel like a wealthy person wouldn't be getting Meals on Wheels. And he dresses and acts and has the home. I think he just, ha- I think money. it's like the kind of stuff he had probably. And Maybe. And is on disability. Like, I know a lot of people who are on disability and like had nice things. No, I know. Yes. I, I just, it just seemed weird. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. It's a weird concept to introduce. He probably does do that. I would think. I think the funniest thing about Harold to me. Uh-huh. Is that he's always holding a glass of white wine. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes. You're right. Like, she opens the door and he's there like, hello. Hey. <laughs> oh I just I just opened this 98 <laughs> Chardonnay <laughs> to go with my meals on wheels. Died, he, w- he went to the future. <gasps> oh. <laughs> just, no, it could, be, it could have been like, Well, this is filmed before 98. That's why I'm just I'm just teasing you. Or in 98. Who knows? I don't know. Did it come out in like 96? Maybe he went in the future. 90, 90, 91, 92. Well, whatever. This show is capable of doing lots of things, okay? I agree with you. Harold went into the future to get Chardonnay. I just think it's super creepy when men are holding wine in general. I find it weird. Yeah. And then... And then, like, and then when the fact that he's also drinking a white wine, like, if it was a red wine, I'd be like, okay, cool. He's making, like, Italian food. He also, like... But, like, he's, he's always drinking a fucking wine. Pinot Grigio. And he doesn't something. even, like, hold the stem, like, no, he, all fancy. Like, he cups it like a goblet. No, that's what I... Like, both hands. Like, he's making, like, <laughs> like it's a boob or something. Like, Ew. I don't know. Anyway, know. yeah, so... We originally were like, he's hot, and now we're like, he's so creepy. He's creepy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he so he pulls out the composition book to write down her story, mm-hmm. Donna's, and she says, "I'm from Twin Peaks. I was delivered by my father." And then he she's just immediately deflects. She's like, "Where did you grow up?" Mm-hmm. He goes, "I grew up in Boston, but really, I grew up in books." <laughs> <laughs> so he's a character. He's yeah. not a real person. I guess. <laughs> um, and then. And then there's like, there's things that you can't get in books, but we can dream that we can find them in other people. Yeah, all right, fine. And then she, fine. And then Donna does like a little tricksy trickster thing to try and get a him out. A little tricksy trickster thing. <laughs> Donna the tricksy trickster. Yeah, and she's like, hey, I'm going to bring this diary outside to read. It would be really nice. And he goes out there and kind of was and then, but like in the weirdest, like slow, like fast, slow motion action to get there yeah. and then he starts convulsing on the ground yeah weird and she's like i'm so sorry here why is she sorry i'm like well you did do that you did trick him to come outside what i also had a moment where i was happen? like just run away with that diary that's the only thing you want just run 
Just go. He's not going to follow That's you. That's what I thought, too. I'm like, what are you, why were you... What are you doing? Just leave. You got what you wanted. He's not going to call the cops because you stole Laura Palmer's secret diary that he probably isn't even supposed to have. Exactly, yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so, then uh, we go back to the roadhouse for Leo Johnson's hearing. Right. Uh, and they basically are, his defense is testifying that he is in a current, you know, basically they're talking about his current medical state. They're saying he, basically it would be a mockery to try him since he has no brain activity. Right, exactly. And there would be... It's a waste of resources. It's a total waste yeah. of resources. Right. But the 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 prosecutor's like, I don't give a fuck. We need to prosecute someone. Well, that's um, his job. So, He's yeah. doing a good job. Yeah. I like the prosecutor. He's I do, too. He's doing a good feel, job. I feel him. Daryl. I think it's Lodwick. His name. I don't yeah. remember his first name, but I remember his last Darryl, name. Daryl, I think it is. So Judge Sternwood uh, pulls Cooper and Truman aside, and he's just like, "Hey, do, do we really need to prosecute Leo Johnson? Like, is it necessary? Do mm-hmm. do he's like, are do these people need like a lynch? Do they need someone prosecuted? Do, mm-hmm. And uh, Cooper and Truman are like, they just want the right guy prosecuted. Mm-hmm. So you know." And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to tell him that he's not medically fit to stand right. trial and, and we're not going to bother. Because, Which is fine. You know, yeah. send him home. So, yeah. So uh, Truman's like, hey, Shelly, uh, Leah's going home. And she's like, great. Okay, cool. Um, it's fine. And then, I already have a swing for him. To yeah. Do so also, Sid makes the three of them a cocktail while they're discussing. And I'm like, we need, I just want to say that as a mental note, we need to figure out what that cocktail is. It looks is. like. I don't, I mean, I can't imagine what it's made of, but it looks like it has some kind of foam or whipped cream on top. Like blue, is and it blue? looks so like blue Some cacao. sort of blueberries. I don't. I, well, blue cacao makes that like fluorescent blue color. Okay. So I think that might be what it is. Which is, oh, you which mean you like put curacao? Or like you, cacao? That like, co- like cocoa? No. It's like, it's a, a liqueur and okay. it's made with, it's blue. I don't know anything about it. It's so like sorry, Midori, sorry. but blue. Oh, okay. And it's a different flavor. Okay. But it has that, like, fluorescent glow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, it looked real fancy, and I was like, oh, we need to make that cocktail. I know. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll one time switch up. We are our, the we'll, people to do that. Well, one time we'll switch up our Laura Palmer for whatever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I mean, after uh, we're hanging out. Uh, there in the roadhouse. The roadhouse. Roadhouse. Road. Um, we go to rolling, a very. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, we go to a very important place, which is Big Ed's gas farm. Yeah. Um, and Big and Ed home. And home. Big Ed has just come <laughs> home with Nadine, otherwise known as Pirate Lady. Um, and she. Still stuck in her head, thinks she's 18. Wearing a school uniform. Wearing a school uniform. And saddle shoes, which I love. Right. Comes inside, and James is like, oh, this is weird. What's going on? And she's like, oh, you go to high school. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, where's mom and dad? And Ed just rolls with it. He's like, um, they're on vacation. Yep. <laughs> they're out of town. Yep. She's like, okay, and leaves the room. And then he says to James, like, well, Dr. Jacoby's in Hawaii, so we're just, like, rolling with this for now. Yeah. And then she pulls the... Hey, Kauai. Oh, did he actually go to no, Hawaii? No, he goes to Hawaii. Oh, all right. Yeah. I didn't know he was discharged from the hospital. No, yeah, he goes to Hawaii. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. With his wife. Remember, yep. his gorgeous wife. Yeah, I mean, I, he I, he lives in Hawaii, Hawaii all the time, so, I mean, oh, I'm not surprised. I, I know, yeah. He brings Hawaii with him everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. um, but Hawaii's he, a state of mind, man. Hawaii. Um, but Pirate Lady 
somehow has super superhuman. She strength. always has though, really. She did, yeah. Ever now since it's that rowing machine, and she pulls the door off the fridge, and it's just like, oh, it just came off. Yeah, um, maybe this is the or maybe this is the superhero origin story of Nadine, pirate lady. Yeah, I mean we've already given her a superhero name. I would really love that. Oh, also, side note: in their house, all of their like trinkets have eye patches. I know all the faces of like the dolls have eye patches. Which is love, great. love them. Um, they set. That is the one thing about the the show is like the set design is so meticulous. Well, uh, it can be except for pillars, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I just mean like more like the um like the accessories and like yeah, it's so on point. Are fun, yeah. yeah. So, um, now we're back at the Great Northern, and the, the Asian man who they thought was the uh, food MT critic... Empty Wentz. Yeah, is now, like, hanging out in Ben Horn's office without an appointment. Um, <laughs> you don't have an appointment, sir. And wants to offer a, from Asian interests. Like, it doesn't even give a country or No anything. idea what the fuck was happening yeah, in this scene. Like, I think that was a woman who's playing this part. It is. Like, in full prosthetics. Yeah. And it's, like, uh, going to make an offer on the Great Northern and drops a $5 million check, to which Ben Horn's like, yeah, okay, sure. Let me take that. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I, okay. I, yeah. We don't know what's going on there. Obviously, yeah. the whole MT Went storyline is out the window. Nobody cares about that anymore. <laughs> but also, Ben Horn, Ben Horn, like you're the fucking Twin Peaks mogul, and you're gonna start selling off your interests and move on, moving on. I mean, it's probably a good idea because I'm sure you're. Well, you, isn't that what he's been trying to do with the Icelanders? He's trying to buy more stuff. I know he wanted them to buy the Northern Hotel and the Woodmill. No, no, no. They're developing the like the resort. Oh, the ghost town, yeah, or whatever it's called. They're ghost developing land. a resort on the on the land. Oh, well, then, on that, the no, then that's what the Asian guy was interested in. Is was the was okay? This so he's putting in money for the development. Okay, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I think totally so. didn't pay attention we, to this part. Yeah, we were just like, this is bizarre. Who cares? Also, it's I'm about sure business it's, transactions, which up until this point we've been like, there's so many different kinds that never actually happen. So we. We yeah. just don't care I mean, about I know them that, anymore. I know this character is going to come back around, I'm sure. I just... Of course. I just... At this particular time, I didn't know what they were talking about. Yes. <laughs> so I can't I can't help you in recapping this conversation. No. So, <laughs> so Hank uh, is also at the Great Northern meeting with Ben uh, Horn, and Cooper is meeting with Ben Horn. Um, Cooper is also playing with a duck whistle, which I really enjoyed. Yes. Um, but besides that, he goes to meet with Ben Horn, and they get a phone call from Jean Renault. Um, telling him a place to meet and exchange money in order to get Audrey back, and it's an abandoned amusement park uh, yep. in Canada. Yep. Um, so Cooper takes the money in the briefcase and leaves, and then Horn tells Hanks to follow Cooper and make sure he gets his daughter back. Um, and that's and then Cooper leaves, presumably yep. to go drop off the money, but we yep. know it's to go get Audrey. Um, now we're at Maddie and Donna are planning to rob Harold and get Laura's diary. Yeah, these guys are best friends again. Which, why didn't she just take the diary before? I know. Why? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, so we get a scene. quick, we get a quick little second. scene of them <laughs> plotting. And then, um, and then we're back at One Eye Jacks and John Renault is hooking himself up with a stabbing device <laughs> for his handoff with Cooper, which two things. It, it, if your hand is in the way, that thing's going to stab you in the hand. It is poorly constructed. Yeah. 
Like, very poorly constructed. Yeah, like, if you were, like, the, just turned... Just bare, he had to, like, fling his arm out all the way to keep it out of the way of the blade. That's true. It also didn't go beyond his hand, which I feel like would be helpful. Yes. Because you'd be slapping someone before you'd be stabbing them. Right. And second, um, he's going to meet up with Cooper. Cooper's supposed to be dropping him. Just shoot him with a gun. Like, is this the best plan of action in your weaponry? Really? I, I, yeah. Okay, cool. I agree. Whatever. It comes in use later. Yeah. So, fine. Um, it's just illogical. Anyway, we're back at the, uh, after we see the, the, (laughs) the Bobo stabbing device, we're now back at the police station. Well, hold on. They also, they also discuss that they're going to kill Audrey in this scene. Oh, right. They're going to, of overdose or whatever. Yeah. So they've like just established that they're going to kill Audrey in the scene. And then also, uh, Jean Renault's wife, uh, Nancy. Nancy asks, about Blackie and that she waited long enough, so it's presuming. Presuming like, they're going to do something to Blackie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we go back to the police station and Andy is manning the phones because apparently the can-do girl couldn't show up. Nope. I love that. <laughs> I love that this, of all jobs, Andy's doing this. And yeah. Poor and guy. He's terrible at yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we learned two things. Well, we learned three things. One, that we knew that he's terrible at his job and he's covered in post-it notes with the messages. Yes. Two, he calls... For lab results, and finds out that his semen is all better. Yeah, his sper- his spermies are all fine now. His spermies are all fine. Um, and three, he calls the number which is supposed to be for L- where Lucy's family is that she went to visit, and it's an abortion clinic. Yep. What? Yes. Well, also, I love the way. So he called Dr. Hayward's office, and there was like a receptionist or someone that she was he was talking to. Yeah. And I love the way that she was like coaching him on the phone, like she was explaining this to a child. Yeah, well, I mean, Andy's a bit of a no. It was so he's like he's she's like, do you get that, hon? Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Great job, you're doing. You really do get it. You get it, (laughs) and it was just great. Yeah, I mean, that could have that information could have been delivered quicker, but this is Twin Peaks. Yeah, no, I I liked it. (laughs) Um, Also, I mean, of all people who are going to do it slowly, it's going to be Andy. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I liked Um, it. Hawk comes in uh, to talk to Cooper and Truman, who are um, planning to get Audrey back from One-Eyed Jack. But before that, they come in, Hawk comes in and reports that the One-Eyed Man, who was selling shoes, is staying nearby in a hotel, but he wasn't there. Presumably, he's, like, disappeared or run. Yeah, and he's been, like, found, missing for a couple days. Yeah, and they found a bag in his hotel, but we could not tell what was in the bag. They assumed drugs. And Truman and Cooper didn't care because they immediately went to planning breaking into One-Eyed Jack's. Yes. Um... Let's see. Oh, now we're at the RR Diner for just, a quick just, moment. Just right, right, just right, real quick. Right quick. Maddie comes in, sees James, and it's just basically very standoffish and doesn't acknowledge his existence. Yep. And she's she, like, I'm getting coffee. And he's like, for what? And she's like, for Leland. And he's like, why would you get coffee when you have coffees at your house? And she's like, you know what? Bye. You just said coffees, and I liked that. Coffees? <laughs> coffees? You have coffees at your house. You have coffees at your house. <laughs> she was just like, boy, bye. I don't have time for you. Yeah. Me and Don are up to something. <laughs> Yeah, but she he chases after her clearly. Of course, like he's like I'm gonna see what you're up to. Um, so Maddie and Donna are staking out Harold Harold's. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Maddie has her coffee so she can stay awake for the stakeout. <laughs> um, and Donna is retelling a memory of her and Laura um, to Harold for him to write down. 
And what I got from this was basically that they like they were thirteen. They yep. dressed up kind of slutty. Yep, they, they wore their tightest, shortest skirts. I wrote down every detail. They met up with some guys in their twenties, and then Laura slept with both of them. Like, or basically, Laura had a gangbang at thirteen. She agrees to party with them. Donna's like standoffish, but agrees. And then, then. Yeah, like Donna freaks out a little bit, goes swimming, and they're skinny dip, skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. And then uh, Laura starts making out with two of them, and then another guy chases Donna. So basically, Laura's been trouble from the start. Yeah. And that's Donna's first kiss, apparently. Ugh. Okay. Well, yes. that whole thing creeped me out. It was like a Law and Order oh, yeah. SVU episode. Yeah, it was weird. That discussion. Um, but. Anyway, in the meantime, Truman and Cooper are now over the border breaking into one idea. They're like, we're going to get shit done. Yeah, and now... Uh, All in black, looking adorable. Yes, and they, you know, they do away with one of the guards. Uh, punch him in the balls. Punch him in told. the balls. I, that's what yeah. I, I assume. I hope so. Hit, um, hits him in the balls, gags him, and then knocks him out. Right, and then they split up, and Cooper goes looking for Audrey and um, uh, Truman ends up like looking through a window and seeing he's like him. watching he's like keeping watch keeping on watch. on Jean and on john and renault and uh blackie. blackie and they're like discussing killing, killing audrey, audrey yeah and then and they're watching security footage of cooper um that's pretty much all we got the the, the break-in has begun for yes. that rescue yeah essentially yeah um and now we're back to harold's house and harold is showing Donna, his orchids, and how they basically just look like vaginas. Yeah. Just like, this is this part of the vagina. Yeah. And Donna's nails are so intense in this scene. Okay. There's so much point, like, there's so much close-up on her nails. (laughs) I'm just like, what? Why are they so long? Uh, I don't know, in the 90s? Yeah. I guess. So long. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but he's, I guess, I mean, he obviously, these orchids to him are like women. Yes. I guess. Um, and they're, it's they're, kind of erotic, but it's also like, we forget sometimes that Donna is only 18 years old. Yeah. Well, she like kisses. But obviously very experienced <laughs> based on what we've heard. Jesus. Yeah. And so she kisses him and then like, he's like immediately like, I need to excuse myself. To go masturbate. Probably. In the for other a, room. For 30 seconds. For 30 seconds. Yeah. It can't take him that long. Yeah. I mean, he's an agoraphobe. How many women does he see? It's just his orchids. Yeah. Coming all over his orchids. It's a humidity factor. <laughs> Just coming all over your orchids. Just, just spray the orchids. He puts like a sieve. Certi- natural certifi- cert- fertilizer. When he goes to come, he puts like a sieve in front of it. It just like sprays. Interesting. Oh, like a spray, like a spigot. Yeah, a spigot. <laughs> like when you put one of those things on the end of a hose, so it doesn't all come out in one shot. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So he can control the level. The humidity. Well, he can. Or in his orchids. Or he could like. Fertilize it with just one drop each. They all just get a precious drop of his, of his sperm. He's a pollinator. Yes. He's a natural pollinator. I can see um, it. God. Anyway, he leaves. Now we're back at One Eye Jacks. This is like these scenes are like hopping back and forth. And yeah, between the, the well, action. because it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is great. Like I like it. Two things moving along at once. Uh-huh, the last yeah. three minutes, like you said, are really great. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cooper gets a hold of Nancy, who's like. Um, oh, Audrey's, uh, you know, not doing, she just kind of is like. She's unavailable. She's unavailable, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and then he finds Audrey and she is out of it. Because yes. she's all drugged up. And, uh, Nancy's like, 
you know, it seems to me like Nancy's kind of questioning her decisions at this point. Well, she, I think like she's pretending moment. to be like kind of not involved. She's oh, like, she's for, like because of Cooper. Yeah, okay. she's like, she's like, oh, she wanted to do this or whatever or like what? Right. Yeah, she's like, uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly what phrase she either. used, but she's like, basically is trying to say like, oh no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, anyway, Nancy goes to stab Cooper with another hidden knife. We've got in many her, hidden, in her boot, hidden knives in her boots. This episode, and snake in your boots. Cooper like punches her in the baby maker, <laughs> just like slugs her right in the stomach, real low. The the fight choreography of this show is what it's kind of fun. It's it's really fun. It's like Walker Texas Ranger, low yeah. and bad. It's just so yeah. good. <laughs> Um, and while he's fighting tiny, tiny Nancy, Truman witnesses Jean Renault kill Blackie. He's like, yes. he's in his funny voice, he's like, you come and give me a kiss. Yep. And Blackie kisses him. And then he uses the retractable knife on her that she helped him put on. Yep. So that's what should have saw that coming. Listen, don't help people put retractable knives on. And They'll don't, probably use it on you. Don't do, don't be addicted to heroin and running a, a, sex den. Yeah, that's secondary though. First <laughs> off, don't put retractable knives on people. Second off, just don't be a bad person. Yeah. That's, number one, do not kidnap lady. <laughs> do not kidnap daughter of your boss. Yeah, that's probably a big role too. <laughs> um, anyway, so Cooper gets Audrey. He's carrying her out. He meets up with Truman uh, and there's a standoff as they try to leave with one of the guards, but then the guard gets stabbed in the back because Hawk shows up and he's like, good thing you guys can't keep a secret. Yeah. Um, did they tell Hawk what they were doing? No. They oh. were you remember when he was like they were all weird with him when he walked in with the drugs oh, for the so one. So he knew. Yeah. Okay, that he makes was like sense. uh okay, you weirdos for trying to keep this. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, and- Jean Renault gets away. Um, and finds Hank outside because Hank is following Cooper and like holds a gun to his head and is like, we're gonna, f- we're gonna find out. I don't know. This genre and all accent, like. It's weird. It's like Spanish. You it's, yeah, you said yeah. it was Cajun. We said it was Cajun, Cajun last time, yeah. Um, and he pulls out the wallet of Daryl Ludwig. L- yeah. Ludwig. Um, because the, Hank because took Hank it. Because Hank took it the last episode. Right. Yeah. And so I guess he thinks that Hank is a prosecutor. Yeah, or an investigator of some kind. Yeah, so now we're in the last scene. Right. The pivotal scene of this episode. Yes. That you and I were both like, what the fuck? Yes. Maddie, who has been tasked to steal uh, Lori's secret diary, yes. like goes to the bookshelf to get it out of the container. Donna signaled to her to come in right. and get and the Donna's diary. Right, distracting Harold. And is Maddie the clumsiest human alive? Yeah. Can she just do nothing? And right? she knows how to scream, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, she basically. So anyway, so she opens his bookcase, and it's just for someone who's breaking in while other people <laughs> in the house. She's the loudest ever. So of course, Harold turns around and is like, "What is that noise going on in my living room? It's so loud. Like maybe someone needs help in there." It's so loud. <laughs> like you can practically hear Maddie being like, "Oh no." Oh, I fucked this up. No. She's like the loudest oh, ghost in the universe. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, she should have started making ghosts. Like, I can hear you coming from two rooms away. <laughs> anyway, um, he goes, he he picks up a gardening tool. He's pissed off. Like a little rake. Like yeah. a hoe. Yeah, yeah, like a hand hoe. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
<laughs> and he goes into the room and Donna chases after him and then she goes up with Maddie and he's like he's gonna lunge at them but he doesn't and then he's he says this speech which is like are you here for secrets are you looking for secrets are you looking for secrets <laughs> well Laura was looking for secrets the secrets of knowing who killed you and then he scratches his face with the tool which why <laughs> so many whys here Yes. So many wives. Harold, then, what secrets do you think you have? <laughs> Number one. You don't seem like a man with too many secrets. You, I mean, how would you have access to them? You never leave. <laughs> and, then, and then just Maddie belts out a scream that is Maddie, so... the clumsiest human alive, who's surprised that she's been caught. She, she, when he comes over with the hoe and he's like, are you looking for secrets? She is like, <laughs> I, I just, I can't imagine a more terrified person. <laughs> yeah, but Maddie just seems terrified by life. That's what so I mean. this is like all the things that scare her throughout the day coming to like a peak. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, it's just like average. It's an average day for Maddie. Normal day for Maddie. <laughs> it doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter what she does. She still would scream like that. Uh, right. It could be like a piece of tissue paper stuck to her shoe that she didn't think was there. Okay, I have to admit something. Okay. I'm kind of, kind of. I'm coming around on Donna. I don't. Are you? I don't hate her as much. I don't hate her as much as in the beginning. Either. Yeah. I am fine with her. No, I think that... I'm also fine with James because he's not around anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, I think more because she's, like, becoming more of an agent for change. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, like... And she's doing stuff on her own. Yeah, I'm And maybe because Donna. she's not with James. Yeah, that makes it better. I think it makes it less annoying. She's not, like, a... Because she's not, like, an angsty, in-love teenager... Anymore. I agree with you. And I like this episode how even though she was kind of into Harold, she was like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do this anyway. This yeah, I was I into it too. Do, I was I'm into that too. And I was like, yeah, good for you. I'm yeah. glad. I am confused why you didn't take the diary right off the bat, <laughs> but I'm happy that you're keeping your goals the same. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It's like it's like she wants to take the diary, but also not piss off Harold. So that's the thing. Fine. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Or she doesn't want him to know that she took it. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, all right. But who else comes to his house? Who else would have taken it, Donna? Right. Even in the end. Like, if you, after you made out with him, it was like, let's go get the diary again, and then it's right. not there. He knows it was you. He's not stupid. Harold is a lot of things, but he's not stupid. That's, that is for sure. That's true. He's not a dum-dum in the sea of dum-dums that's that we have to deal with. Absolutely not. Um, okay, what was Agent Cooper typing into his calculator this episode? Um, he was writing down the the like directions of you know within like a treasure map to audrey treasure map to audrey and the one and one-eyed jacks okay he that's also, very practical i like that he actually was physically carrying a map when he, <laughs> when he went there did you notice that no yeah he had like a map like a He's blueprint so he had like a blueprint of the right. of the of, of one so eye jacks yeah. so i would think that also he's like left right left right left down the hall yeah oh like a hundred steps yeah <laughs> hundred <Yeah>. paces <laughs> um i think he was writing out uh different yogi practices that he wanted to try yeah his new his new asana practice yeah exactly yoga sequence mm-hmm. yeah 
Oh, who was your favorite minor character? My favorite minor character, Deputy Hawk, no question. Yeah, he was pretty badass this episode. He was so ba- badass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just got shit done. Yeah. Like they, I like Hawk. I think he's one of the few people who like just goes out silent. Like he silently gets shit done. Yep. No praise. Yep. It's gone. Yeah. I mean, they always say great, great job, Hawk, but they, it's like... Yeah, he's nailing it. He's great. He's great. He was really good on this one. Yeah. He stabbed, he saved our boys. Yeah. And Andre. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what else is there to say? My favorite minor character was actually killed by Hawk. It was the guard. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to that guard. He, <laughs> this show is many things yes. at once, right? This show is many things at once. But that guard was. His acting, his delivery, and the way he was even shot was straight out of, like, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. He, like, stepped out in front and was like, no, you, you know, you're going to have to walk away and put your gun down. Absolutely. And he just, he nailed it in a way that was way different than the rest of the actors. For sure. And I loved him. I was like, you know what? I kind of hope he wins (laughs) for a minute. It was great. And then when he got stabbed by Hawk, I was like, okay, fine, that's cool. But I want to give a shout out to him. He did a great job for two seconds. Amazing. Yeah. Um, when in this episode did they jump the shark and do something ridiculous? Oh. I mean, I feel like we hammered on the point, point like, Donna, you should have ran away with the diary. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I mean, I, I would... I don't know. I mean, it was a really good episode. I it really, was. I actually really liked it, too. Um, I would say, I would say besides, if we're not going to say that, then I would say when um, Harold starts scraping his face with the rake, so really at the end <laughs> the of the end. episode. <laughs> the end of the episode. For me, it was the beginning, because it was like the last scene of the last episode, Hank's getting beat up by Mystery Asian Man. And then in the beginning... The, the Asian... The, the Mystery Asian Man meeting with Ben Horn that I still don't understand what that was about. That would yeah. probably... Yeah, that'd and be And also it. just that we didn't address anything that happened in the last episode. Yeah. I would like... Well, or at least for that part for of that, that storyline. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They didn't... They, I mean, because the, the, the Audrey thing was a big thing in the last episode, too, but they didn't yeah. address any of that part. And I'm like, what? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's clearly important, but I'm, you know, yeah. It's conf- It's like the, it's the biggest mystery of the show to me. Yeah. <laughs> is what the fuck Josie and the rest of her Asian mafia are doing in fucking Twin Peaks. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't who know. Knows? All right. Uh, who, who killed Laura? I'm Mama? still abstaining. Oh, because know. you know now. Yes. Oh, all right. Well, who do I think killed Laura? I'm starting to think Leland killed her because of him making up the description of Bob. Okay. And, like, the fact that he saw him and kind of knows him, but that he apparently didn't exist. Right. So I'm starting to think it's him. But that's, actually, like, that's, like, a real thought I'm having. That's not even, like, a ridiculous guess for the sake of it. Yeah. That's, like, a, oh, yeah, I can see that happening. Right. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. You and I will see for sure. I'm hoping soon. My mom seems to think it was early on in the season. You find out. So I mean, I'm hoping it's soon. Me too. I'm hoping all of this is over soon. No, I'm not. I'm actually really excited for the reboot now. Yeah, I've gotten into the second season a little bit more. I'm into it. I, I think t- I think the second I think the next series is going to be real fun. Yeah. Well, because David Lynch comes back and and 
it, everyone's back. It's, yeah, and I think I'm, there's probably more investment in the show. I think it'll be good. And, and there's, well, there's high expectations for it. And right. I'm excited. I am too. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, like us on Facebook. Please. Uh, Facebook.com slash TWBD podcast. On Instagram at There Will Be Drinking. We post up podcast cocktail recipes and shit. Yep. We get fancy. We got real drunk on our... We're going to put a Gilmore Girls episode up this week, so you should... Yeah, we did get real drunk. We got real drunk for that. Um, we... Follow us on Twitter. Yep. TWBD Podcast. Uh-huh. And email us your feels. Uh, TWBD Podcast at... Gmail. Gmail.com. <laughs> I, well, I felt like I said TW Beauty Podcast, Ooh. but that's not what TW There will be beauty. Podcast. <laughs> There will be beauty podcast. That would be That's great. our makeup podcast where we just review makeup. I mean, it could be a thing. We have time, I right? I would be fine with that. <laughs> um, also, listen to our mothership Yes, that's what I said. Podcast. Yeah, there will be drinking. There subscribe be drinking. there and rate and subscribe. Rate us. Rate. Give us your stars. Yes. Yeah. We would really love that a lot. You know, we like stars the way Mario likes stars. Oh, we're popcorning it right now? Uh, is that what that's called? That's what it sounds like to me. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Little bit. Little bit. Little bit. All right, guys. All right, boy, bye. Love you. <laughs> uh, pie up your life. Pie up your life. Have a damn fine cup of coffee. Have a damn fine, damn fine Ooh. cup of coffee.